the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It is nice to be with you on a Wednesday. As I skipped Tuesday, apologies, my voice was not able to uh, handle two hours of talking yesterday, but I think we're good today, and it's nice to be back with you to talk about Joe Biden's speech in Atlanta. The Columbus teachers want to go to remote learning. And are you ready for Amtrak service in Columbus, Ohio? We'll discuss all that today. And at the bottom of the hour, we'll talk with Antonio Sabato, a uh, actor who appears in the new film God's Not Dead for We the People. Antonio is a homeschool advocate. Many of you know I am as well. And we will discuss that, his role in the film, and what he may be doing to further homeschooling efforts in the United States. Joe Biden yesterday in Atlanta, as I told you he would be on Monday, uh, talking about the typical Democratic strategy, which is name something legislatively that would do the opposite of what the name says it would do. Uh, They now have dubbed their push for voting rights as the Freedom to Vote Act. In reality, it is the Freedom to Cheat Act. Uh, Because what Democrats want to do is to nationalize state elections. They were very inventive in the presidential election of 2020. They use a lot of Mark Zuckerberg money, half a billion dollars, and some other Democratic money to outsmart, outfox, and outmaneuver Republicans. Uh, We thought that Donald Trump's record, despite his uh, bad habits on Twitter, despite his divisive nature, despite the pandemic and all the lies spread about him in the mainstream media for years as it concerned Russia collusion and other things, we thought that would be enough to edge Donald Trump into a second term. Uh, It was not because the Democrats spent a lot of money and focused on key areas where they presumed that the vote would be close enough that if they prioritized get-out-the-vote efforts in those areas, they could win key swing states like Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, and Arizona, And they could then sway the election. Notice I didn't say steal it. I said sway it. Uh, What they did was not illegal. You can argue the morality of it. But now we know how they did it. And now we would like to make it harder for them to do it again. (coughs) And so the Democrats are aware of this and aware of the fact that the numbers keep coming in that tell us they're going to get crushed in the midterms and if things continue as they are crushed in the fall of 2024 today's numbers about inflation are not good Uh, year-over-year price increase 
in the month of December, prices are up 7% December 2021 to December of 2020. Uh, That is the largest same-month increase year-over-year since 1982. Since 1982. 39 years. 40 years. I mean, crazy, right? We are back in the Carter era. Uh, Take away food and energy, which those two prices obviously are way up. Energy prices are up 29.3% over last year. Food is up 6.3%. Take food and energy out, which is what they say, wow, food and energy, they're crazy they're affecting it in ways that just unfair to label the inflationary price index because of food and energy prices as if food and energy doesn't touch everybody i love how they say just take that out of the equation why why should we take it out of the equation do we have people who don't eat do we do we have people who don't need energy people who don't drive cars people who don't heat their houses apartments condos no food and energy touches everyone i love how they say i'll just take food and energy out that's just really not a accurate barometer bruce Even if you take food and energy out, prices in December 2021 to December 2020 are up 5.5%, the largest month-over-month, one-year-apart increase since February of 1991. 30-year difference. So Joe Biden is presiding over failed policies. He's doubling down on them. And they know they're going to get crushed in the midterms, which means he'll have no hope, no hope at all, of cramming through anything that he can't do via executive order. And so, when you see the train coming, you get off the tracks so you don't get hit by it. So their way of getting off the tracks is to make it easier for them to do what they did the last time, which is more ballot harvesting, more mail-in voting, and Joe Biden is doing what he's done on many different issues, He is dividing us, deceiving us, and distracting us. His speech yesterday in Atlanta was full of the kind of partisan lies that I've grown to expect from him, whether it's about COVID, whether it's about the border, whether it's about Afghanistan, whatever he's talking about, he's not telling the truth. And he is exaggerating current conditions to make everything feel like it's the end of the world, right? Gun violence, not crime, gun violence. It's the gun's fault. That's an existential threat. Racism is an existential threat. Climate change is an existential threat. Now voting rights is an existential threat. So here's the comment from Biden yesterday. Do you want to be on the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Do you want to be on the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? Do you want to be on the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? This is the moment to decide to defend our elections, to defend our democracy. If you do that, you will not be alone. All right, so what is in this Freedom to Vote Act? Well, there are 2 million dead people still on the voter rolls in the United States. This Freedom to Vote Act would make it illegal, illegal for states to vet their voter rolls to find out if they have people who are deceased on their voter rolls. You can't check and update your voter rolls. It would make it illegal. You would be allowed to, in every state in America, count votes up to two weeks after Election Day. Up to two weeks after. You would not cut off the counting of votes on Election Day. You would allow it up to two weeks after Election Day. You would ban voter ID. Ban voter ID. There would be no IDs required to vote. 
Now, in New York City right now, you cannot go into a gym, a movie theater, a restaurant, or anything without showing proof of vaccination, which is a form of ID. It shows your name, your address, your medical record regarding the COVID-19 vaccine. You can't go about your business in New York City without an ID, but you can vote without an ID, which I guess is par for the course in New York, because in New York now they've given the vote to one million people who are not citizens. They can vote not in state and national elections, but they can vote in local elections. So this is what the Democrats want to do, is make it much, much, much easier to vote for everyone. They can go out in neighborhoods, canvas neighborhoods, collect mail-in ballots, marked or unmarked, mark them how they want. There's no chain of command, no chain of you know custody, nothing like that. So Politico put out a poll and asked people what they thought of the Freedom to Vote Act and the policies in it. They asked Americans, should Congress expand voting access, expand oversight of elections, reform Congress's role in counting votes in the Electoral College, or none of the above? None of the above got the biggest share of the votes, 32% of the vote. People do not care about this issue. And the reason they do not care about this issue is the same reason why they do not care about the sky falling and flattening them. Because it's not an issue. It's not going to happen. People know it's not an issue. They know that no one in America is denied the right to vote. It's extremely easy to vote. Democrats' issue is not with people voting. It's with people not voting the way they want them to. That's their issue. And so Joe Biden has to go and make these kinds of divisive, crazy comments. And if you break it down, he could have said, do you want to be on the side of Dr. King, an an evangelist and crusader for civil rights, or on the side of George Wallace, the Democratic governor of Alabama? Do you want to be on the side of former Democratic Congressman John Lewis? Or do you want to be on the side of former Democratic Commissioner of Public Safety Bull Connor in Birmingham? Do you want to be on the side of former Republican President Abraham Lincoln? Or on the side of former Confederate President Democrat Jefferson Davis? See, all these people that Joe Biden's demonizing are Democrats. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. You can get a hold of us via email, bruce at 989theanswer.com. Probably won't open the phones today because we are operating in a remote situation. I apologize for my signal dropping out. I'm doing the show from home because I'm a little bit under the weather, but still able to do the show and looking forward to talking to the actor Antonio Sabato Jr. at the bottom of the hour. He's in God's Not Dead 4, We the People, which I've seen the movie. Uh, I liked it a lot. I was surprised by it, actually. Uh, I kind of thought maybe they had exhausted all the different storylines that could be exhausted on the God's Not Dead franchise. But uh, I watched it, went to a friend's house. We watched it, my wife and I, with he and his wife, and enjoyed it very much. And so I'm looking forward to talking to Antonio Sabato about his role in it, how that came about, what he has planned for the future, and also about homeschooling. As he was homeschooled, his kids were homeschooled, and certainly homeschooling is growing. And it should be growing now because Columbus City teachers now are 
asking for a two-week remote learning to get us through this pause on COVID. Um, look, I don't know if what I have is anything other than just a normal, everyday sinus infection that I get every year. <laughs> but I know that if you're healthy, and most kids are, even though we have a lot of kids who are testing positive for Omicron, still the majority, overwhelming majority of people are healthy. Those kids need to be in school. That's the little incremental gain we've made here recently is that the Democrats have agreed, yeah, the kids ought to be in school. Now, the teachers union in Chicago settled last night. They got, I'm sure, more allowances. The city bent over and gave them more of what they wanted. And it's just going to cost more money, which you notice how many of these things that are being done are free, right? Free tests going to be mailed out. Each family of four is going to get 32 tests. And this was free and that's free and insurance companies have to pay for it. How is that? How is that constitutional? that Joe Biden can order insurance companies to pay for tests? No one has answered that question for me. But Democrats aren't good about answering questions. They're good about precipitating questions on how things can possibly be constitutional. This whole push for voting rights that Biden was making the case for yesterday in Atlanta, he was going to all the civil rights landmarks, Morehouse College and Martin Luther King's grave and all these places, and they're making this a reenactment of the 1960s civil rights movement, as if the Georgia election integrity law is restricting African-Americans' ability to vote. It's just not true. And I've always said, when people lie to you, you have to ask, why are they lying to me? Well, they're lying to you because the truth is, at best, inconvenient, and at worst, is something that really and truly indicts them or puts them in a bad position. And the truth, of course, would put Democrats in a bad position here because if you just left it up to people to go up, go to the polls, show up, vote, and count the ballots, they're going to get crushed in the midterms. They're not going to have control of the Senate. They're not going to hold on to Raphael Warnock's seat in the Senate in Georgia. Herschel Walker is going to beat Raphael Warnock like a drum. And the Republicans are going to take the Senate back. And then Biden won't be able to enact anything. So he has to paint everything as Armageddon. And in order to do this, he has to demonize Republicans, and he has to demonize people of his own party. They're trying to make this fight, again, about Joe Manchin's loyalty as a Democrat. And if he doesn't go along with ending the filibuster, that Joe Manchin is somehow against voting rights, or Joe Manchin is against, or is for denying people the right to vote. So, one of the things that you can do to counter these arguments from your liberal friends is just do a little bit of research and hit them with facts on the filibuster. Now, the filibuster is not something that the Republicans hatched in the aftermath of Joe Biden's election. The filibuster has been around forever. It was something that our founding fathers envisioned as a way to keep simple majorities from ruling and running Washington. And we often hear that, oh, our democracy is under threat. This democracy, that democracy, 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 democracy. We are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic, which means that the simple majority does not always rule. And the reason why the filibuster requires 60 votes in the Senate to advance a judicial appointment or a legislative item is because it was meant to force the party in power to include or to attract some bipartisan support for its legislative policies. You don't have to attract everybody's approval. It's not like a jury 
where you have to get all 12 people to agree on the jury. But in the Senate, it's extremely rare for one party to have 60 votes or more. It's happened. It happened during the New Deal with FDR, but it's very rare. So you need other senators from the other party across the aisle to agree with you. Well, the Democrats can't get anyone to agree with them on a problem that doesn't exist, voting rights. And so they can't even get everybody who's on their own side of the aisle to agree with them. They can't even get Manchin and Cinema to agree with them, Kirsten Cinema from Arizona. But if you look up the filibuster, it's interesting how the filibuster now has become this evil roadblock to Democrats getting through this transformational policy on election being elections being taken over by our federal government. Do you have any idea how many times the filibuster was used during Donald Trump's presidency when the Democrats were in the minority in the Senate? How many times they used it to delay a judicial appointment to stop, well, let's say, border wall construction, uh, to force the Trump tax cuts to be enacted by reconciliation? So they couldn't, they had to be temporary, they couldn't be permanent. Democrats used the filibuster 314 times during Trump's presidency. 314 times. How many times was the filibuster used by Republicans during Barack Obama's eight years in Washington? 175 times. 175 times in eight years. Now, I will agree there's been more use of the filibuster lately than ever before. George W. Bush had things blocked by the filibuster 39 times in eight years. So it's clear Mitch McConnell is a expert, an expert in Senate minutia and how to use rules and, po- and all the different nuances of the Senate's ingrained ways of doing business to frustrate the other party. And I guarantee you, if the Democrats succeed in getting this done, which Jake, uh, who's the guy on with Hugh Hewitt in the morning from Punchbowl News, Jake Sherman, says, here's his comment, the voting rights effort is a show. It's not going anywhere. Joe Manchin said today for the 100th or 200th time, I've lost count, he's not going to change the Senate rules without Republican buy-in, period. He keeps saying that over and over. It's unclear to me why people won't believe him. There is no chance that this Democratic voting rights bill is going to pass given what we know right now. So I don't think it will pass. I think it's a loser just like the huge spending boondoggle that Manchin just cut the knees out from under. But it won't stop Biden from lying about it as he was lying about it yesterday, demonizing the other side. All right, next on the Bruce Hooley Show, Antonio Sabato. He's in God's Not Dead 4. Can't wait to hear from him. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.